how is everybody doing today well it is yet another day on this everlasting i shouldn't call it everlasting because it's not gonna last forever folks it's not gonna last forever putin is going to lose this war one way or the other he's the aggressor he's the thug-in-chief etc it's anyhow how are my levels folks let me know if i'm too loud let me know if i need to mitigate some of the issues here with our our microphone again uh, we we had some issues to get started as usual anyhow welcome aboard deb denny really threatening the yes yes robert davenport numero dos greens greetings all he says thank you definitely we have a lot more people here but nobody is showing up on the chat come on folks chat tell me hello give me your name city all that good stuff you know i always like to hear from my peeps eric hayes says guess guess can shut off power to a lot of europe and then cause a decline worldwide recession russia they supply a great amount of natural gas to europe since they have done the climate change policy and shut down a lot of the power this result gave russia all the power and not good our czar john kerry is worried about slowing down the climate focus and time like this what a joke no common sense reality here when a dictator is killing innocent people again distorted analysis but that's okay michael rudnan is here with us he says away today just a quick plus one hey michael great to see you robert davenport says just a little distortion lower the input gain okay so the input gain is still high i will go ahead and lower that input gain as i find it i know how to find it i know how to find it let's get there and i'm going to pull that gain down let me know if that's any better i think that should be a little bit better now that i pull the gain down i think that it's fine let me know if that's enough davenport i kind of need your help based on how it goes over there martial law in ukraine if you are 18 through 60 can't leave country have to fight handing out guns i think that's a good thing yes 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 protect the country protect the country from dictators like putin trump and all those people who have those right-wing values we need to do that you're absolutely right eric hayes you see every so and so often i give you your kudos for being right sir isn't that right okay i see yvette avery herod how are you doing yvette great to see you here thank you for so kindly for hanging out with us i know that people can be anywhere i see a lot of people on youtube but i don't see those thumbs up give me those thumbs up let's get started give me those thumbs up on what about on let's see what what we look like on facebook 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 please folks give those likes let's get that algorithm working in our favor you know it's difficult for progressive organizations because they always have us under the watchful eyes as if we are the ones who need to be watched right we are not the ones invading the capital we are not the ones starving kids we are not the ones taking jobs away we are not the ones making sure that overseas get that our jobs are offshored it's not we who are doing that we progressives think a little bit better than that we want reality we want the truth that's all we ask for anyhow anyhow let's see what else we got here come on folks tell me talk to me let me hear what you want to say before i get into my videos Reno says numero uno one two welcome aboard norman who else is here come on show up in the chat whether you show up in the chat on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, or Twitter, go ahead and let me know what's going on. I want to salute you all. Tom C. says, 
Hello all, I'll take a little inflation over bombs bursting in air over Ukraine. Almost sound like the, the Star Spangled Banner, brother. And Alistair Waters with several exclamation points, she says. Hi, love to have you here, Alistair. Love to have all my peeps here. It's so important. Men 18 to 60 have been called up to protect their country. I wish them victory. I mean, we here in the United States had something called selective service. When I came to the United States of America, I also signed up for the collective service when I got my green card. So you see, we all do our part to protect that which is dear to us. Is America dear to us all? I'm pretty damn sure it is. Love the country. Sometimes many of the people within the country gives us a bad name, like Donald Trump, who is the instantiation of evil, and others who follow him are the puppets instantiated evil, but most people in the country are good. Most people are good. Anyhow, I want you to listen to uh, what Hillary Clinton had to say. I am not a Hillary Clinton fan, but Hillary has been, over the last several weeks, a stalwart in protecting our democracy and calling out those who need to be called out. And as you know, for me, it's all about policy. It's all about who's doing the right thing. And in this case, she's been out there doing a lot of what other Democrats, Democrats that are currently in the game, are doing. So let's go ahead and have a little listen to our sister, Hillary Clinton, and then we'll take it on the other side. They're replaying this, this propaganda uh, from Trumpists in Moscow, and that has to be getting to the Ukrainian people. How distressing, Madam Secretary, how distressing. Well, Joe, as you know so well, we had a bipartisan uh, agreement, a commitment uh, starting after World War II uh, with Harry Truman all the way until, uh, you know, the Soviet Union collapsed, uh, that we would stand with people who loved freedom like we do, that we would stand with the dissidents who were speaking out about human rights and against oppression and death uh, at the hands of regimes uh, that, you know, the Soviet Union uh, both uh, Im executed themselves and supported elsewhere. So this is heartbreaking, but it's also dangerous. And I think it's time for what's left of the uh, Re Republican Party that has any common sense, not just to say, OK, go help defend Ukraine against uh, Putin, but to stand against those people in politics and government, in the media and elsewhere in our own country who are literally giving aid and comfort to an enemy of freedom and democracy. It can't it can't continue because it plays right into the ambitions of not just Putin, but also President Xi of China to undermine democracy, to literally uh, divide and conquer the West without ever invading us, but by uh, setting us against each other. And isn't she right? She is absolutely right. You know what, what I find astounding? Let's make believe. Let's just make believe that somebody who many consider on the left, welcome aboard, May Wood, welcome aboard. Somebody who we call somebody that's on the left had done that. Imagine, imagine if somebody like Obama had said what Trump said. Imagine if Hillary Clinton had said what Trump said 
or what uh, what his name said. I wrote a piece. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up on Medium. I wrote a piece a few. Um, I think it was yesterday or a few days ago. Let me find that piece because it is a. I want you to hear uh, the things that these people had to say because it is completely. Where is? Why can't I get to my keyboard here? Bear with me one second, folks. I'm having keyboard issues here. You know, I have this keyboard switcheroo because I have to simulate my one master computer in Houston with three computers here to get the job done. Okay, let me go to my Medium account because I think, well, maybe I will, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Come on, let's see. Medium, where are you? There you go. Let's see if I can find it on my Medium account because it is astounding, right? that uh, these people are saying the things that they do and are actually getting away with it without any major repercussions. It is shameful. Um, let, let's see if I can find it. I think it's with Condoleezza. There we go. I wrote a piece with Condoleezza, uh, about Condoleezza Wright yesterday. And I think you guys, I played a piece of it yesterday. But the astounding part is the following. I want to read a little segment from the Washington Post. It said the following. This is genius, Trump said in a conservative talk uh, interview at his Mar-a-Lago resort, echoing his past praise of Russian president. Putin declares a big portion of Ukraine. Of Ukraine. Putin declares it as independent. Oh, that's wonderful, he used the word independent and we are going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. You've got to say, that's pretty savvy. That is how Trump, our former president, is talking about a president who has invaded a sovereign country. But it gets better. Conservative commentator Candace Owens tweeted this week, I suggest every American who wants to know What's actually going on in Russia and Ukraine? Read this transcript of Putin's address. Don't look at, don't listen to our own president. Listen to what Putin said. As I've said for months, NATO, under the direction of the United States, is violating previous agreements and expanding eastward. We are at fault. Wow. I mean, it's amazing how she can take little bits and pieces of truth and turn herself into a complete traitor, right? Let's go even further. It may be worth asking yourselves, since it is getting pretty serious, what is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Carlson said Tuesday, has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired from disagreeing with him? So now he's equating Putin with those Americans who know that, yes, Carlson is a racist. Yes, Carlson is a heathenist traitor. We all know that. And then last but not least, I have enormous respect for him. Meaning Putin, Pompeo said in a February 18 call with the Center for the National Interest. I've been criticized for saying that. And he's told Fox News he's a very talented statesman. He has lots of gifts. He was a KGB agent. For goodness sakes. He knows how to use power. We should respect that. Wow. Now that Vladimir Putin 
has invaded Ukraine and people are dying, will these American traitors and Putin appeasers change their stance as the carnage and immorality come into full view? I doubt it. Cancer is going through a particular sect in our society, people, that we must carve out and destroy. Absent that, our democracy dies. Absent that, our democracy dies. Norman Reynolds says, I'm so grateful that the U.S. executive is no longer led by the representative of the Republican Party. How can my thinking GOP defenders on this show not see or say the same? And that's true. I think every single Republican listening to us right now should come out and say what Trump did was wrong. What Tucker Carlson said was wrong. What Candace Owens said was wrong. What the president, meaning the heathen in, former heathen-in-chief said, was wrong. Where is your patriotism that you speak so much about? Eric Hayes says, John Kerry worried about climate change and Putin screwing it up. Yeah, that is important. Why don't he go to Ukraine and say that? Um, I swear to you, uh, Eric. I wonder... I want, I, I, and I say this with humility, I say this with respect. Many times I have to wonder particularly how your mind is wired, how you equate certain things with other things, and how someone who is otherwise very smart to make a comment like that, I will hope that you will kind of correct that. Daniela Dose, listen to the geriatric warmonger spew her propaganda. What did she say particularly that was wrong, Mr. Ledot? Please tell me particularly, what did Hillary say that you consider wrong? Then we can talk about that. Not some sort of a overbearing generality. Just tell us what you think she said that was wrong. All right, uh, Eric Hayes come back and he says, what are you talking about? AOC and the like say all kinds of bunk. Actually, AOC and her ilk, AOC and her like, are very intelligent women, that squad per se, and everything that squad talks about can be fact-checked, unlike what the right speaks about. Everything AOC comes out of her mouth, you can go to line, paragraph, and sinker and find the corroborating, truthful information. Unfortunately, otherwise, ain't true. Uh, Robert Davenport says, Republicans love power more than America, pure and simple. That is why they support authoritarians around the globe. But there's another reason why they support authoritarians. And, and it all ultimately breaks down into power. So you're right, Mr. Davenport, but they have to lie, they have to be untruthful, ultimately because they don't have anything the vast majority of Americans are willing to buy. If Americans believed in their policies, they could argue and fight and discuss and debate on their policies, but they don't do that. They argue and they fight on lies. 
So when you argue and fight them, you're not even fighting them on their own policies. You're fighting them on some imaginary fiction that they must give. Like, And by the way, you know, uh, Putin is a good teacher, right? Because that's what Putin is doing. I just spilled my coffee. It's interesting. I bought these new covers at Amazon. Only place I could find it. See, taking over the world. Only place I could find it. <clears throat> but what happened is you have to make sure the cover is on very well. Otherwise, you run into trouble. All right, Norman Reynolds says, Whoa, Daniel, the hate of Hillary and Bill Clinton is like a drug that GOP feeds on. It's like a drug that they're addicted to. Whether or not these people are a threat to the future of the U.S., unlike the GOP, Trump. Trump is, and you know why Trump is also a massive threat? He once had security clearance. And given how unpatriotic, how treasonous he is, he is liable to sell American secrets to our adversaries. Of course, whenever, when we find that, we'll execute him based on United States law. I don't believe in execution, but yikes. That is the ultimate price you pay for that kind of treason, right? Rose Williams says, the bottom line is that Ukraine people have the right to their own future. True, Rose. Absolutely. Welcome aboard, Rose. I don't think I saluted you before. We have made mistakes and we're not always right. But Putin is a power-grabbing monster. And you have been so kind to Putin for calling him just a power-grabbing monster. He's also the instantiation of evil. Just think about it. A country in existence. And just out of a whim, because you can... You amass 190,000 people on the border of another country and you just start indiscriminately bombing. You start indiscriminately killing. That is the instantiation of evil. And I tell you something else. We are, our hands are not all that clean either. But we'll hold that for another day because right now the goal is to take uh, take. Putin out of Ukraine. It's a shame. All right. Eric A. says, Egberto, have you read the manifesto he wrote? You would understand Putin's thought, although crazy and wrong, you might get something from it. Understand how to repel it and future dictators like him. A peace will not do it. These financial sanctions won't work if they are with China. All right. Let's, let, let's clear things up. The person who appeased this guy was whom again? The guy who appeased this guy was Donald Trump. And if you doubt it, I'm going to come to the question. Actually, let me do the questions first. But, but hold back because I'm going to show you who really appeased the Russians. Um, Tom C. says, Putin, Putin is a genius. An evil genius, that is. Who wants to resurrect the old Soviet Union and be president for life? Perhaps Trump, Carlson, Pompeo, and other Putin groupies would be happier in the USSR. I agree. They may belong in the USSR, but the funny thing about it, they don't want them. They just need them right now. Okay, 
Guests can shut off power to a lot of Europe and then cause a decline worldwide. You said that already. I read that already. Daniel Adol says, we are seeing the second geopolitical realignment in my lifetime. The first one benefited America. This one will not. China is the ascendant. Yeah, but that has more to do. Look, first of all, China deserves to be ascendant. They have more than twice, more than three or four times our population. Why wouldn't they have an economy much larger than ours, among other things, right? They have a history culture. They can trace their lineage and their, their rise for a long time. I mean, some of it is pretty violent, you know. But, you know, it's not, not any more so than ours. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see a problem there. I know Americans will have a problem because if, 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 if there's another axis of power that supersedes ours, we don't take kindly to not being on top. We don't take kindly... To not being supreme. You know. Lee Grant says. Egberto you're off the chain. With Trader Steak. No brother Lee Grant. You are. First of all let me tell you Lee. I respect you. You are, you are a patriot. Why can't you see that these guys are traitors Lee. Come on open your eyes. They are traitors. They are evil traitors. Alistair, Alistair Waters says. I think we are Americans are being set up by the traitors in preparation of a total siege by Putin. Won't work though. Won't work. Every case says, are you patriotic? What is your definition of it? Doing what's necessary for us as a society to succeed. Therefore, when I stand for Medicare for all, I am being patriotic. When I stand for family leave, I'm being patriotic. When I stand for a minimum base pay, I'm being patriotic. Why? Because together as a society, I'm ensuring, I'm wanting to make sure that all are doing well in this society. Who are the unpatriotic ones? You don't support Medicare for all? You are unpatriotic because you're supporting the death of your fellow man. You don't support family leave? Again, you're forgetting about good family values. You don't support these policies that make those that, that have the most have been stolen from them based on an economic system that has been a failure to 80% or more of the population? How can you not call yourself a traitor? Now, that's a different kind of official traitor that Trump is to the, just a traitor to our, to our average regular body politic. But yeah, that's exactly what I mean, Sir Lee Grant. That's exactly what I mean, and I won't bite my tongue about that. I care too much about people to bite my tongue about that. So all those people that don't support policies that take away the, 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 take away the spoils from those who stole it and redistribute it to those who worked for it, they are not, I can't call them benevolent people. What else can I call them? You know? But you have, as I explained in... Uh, it's worth it how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. Express in very beautiful terms what it takes. Let people explain their goodness. Because like I've always spoken about, most Americans are good. Give them the platform to express their goodness, and you got it. For, for the large percentage of them. So I, I don't have to... When I'm talking to my right-wing brothers and sisters, I don't have to appeal to their ideology. I appeal to their morality. 
And when one appeals to their morality, it turns out that most people's morality is good. All right. Eric Hayes says, uh, no, Robert Davenport says, Republic clowns do not have policy beyond gaining power for the elite class and toying with social issues to keep the working class distracted. And that's an absolute truth. It, in, in, in earlier parliament, they called it bread and circus. And it is where the kings and the queens, they will keep their, they'll keep their subjects well-fed with cheap food, but well-fed. Their tummy's big. They're, they're filled. They're jolly. They got a lot of bread and beer in that gut. So, you know, they are not hungry. But then there's something left yearning, missing. And that's entertainment. So bread and circus is the policy. And move to a men have a good piece that they did out in, uh, in, in, in Utah. A good friend of mine, Ashley. Her name is Ashley uh, Stanford. can't remember her name. I'm, I'm going to look her up. It's Bread and Circus. I'm going to find it and put the link in there as well. Bread and Circus. And I tell you, that was a darn solid skit. I need to put that one up. Uh, remind me to find that. Bread and Circus. All right, let's go ahead and go to the next video that will kind of put some context about uh, our treasonous president. And then we'll take it on the other side. Listen to Malcolm Nance, and then we'll be on the other side. I'm old enough to remember when the former president of this country tried to bribe and blackmail President Zelensky to say, we will withhold military assistance from you if you don't give us dirt mm. on the man who is now president of the United States. Wrap all of that around for me um, and tell me where you think all of this stands, given Zelensky's challenge and Putin's seeming irrationality. Let's go back to the fundamentals of Donald Trump's first impeachment. He was impeached because there were 1,000 javelin missiles and defense funds which were going to be released to the government of Ukraine, and Donald Trump extorted President Zelensky, essentially said, I will not give you these funds and resources to defend your nation for this day, the day that has arrived. Uh, if you do not make up a false story and come out and, and say your prosecutors are investigating Joe Biden. So we have come full circle on this story. Of course, that didn't happen. Donald Trump was impeached. He wasn't convicted. But we've gotten to the point where those Javelin missiles are actually flying today, destroying Russian tanks and are critical to the defense of that country. Look, you know, I may look a little haggard. I just stepped off the airplane from Kiev. Uh, but I know that that army is fighting and they are fighting for their lives. They took back a critical airfield, the Antonov uh, test strip out in Hodomil, uh, just uh, northeast of the city, uh, which which was critical for the for the Russians to take to carry out their assault on on Kiev. They did that because they sacrificed their lives. They went out and they fought. The Russians are not going to have a cakewalk. I hear many people say U.S. intelligence is telling us that they're going to be able to take that country in seven days. I've driven every inch of that country except to Luhansk. And I can tell you right now, there is no way they're going to take that country in seven days. I've already had people when I was out west in Lviv ask, hey, how do you, you know, how do explosively formed uh, projectile improvised explosive devices, right? The copper disc that terrorized the U.S. Army in Iraq and Afghanistan. How are those made? 
I mean, they are forming an insurgency that is going to be backed up by whatever remains of the army. And Russia, what are they going to do? They can't sit in their tanks at every crossroad. They will be ambushed every day. And in fact, there's actually a statue at the uh, war memorial in, in Patriot Park of the partisans who fought the Nazis for years in Ukraine. So uh, Vladimir Putin has bitten off way more than he can chew. And as you said, yeah. uh, and again, I'd be interested in hearing Kier's view. What is the end game here? A Russian yeah. oblast, a, a neighborhood of Moscow? That will be fascinating. That indeed would be fascinating. Again, uh, Donald Trump uh, was the one who withheld the defense that these guys would have. I mean, likely as a, uh, you know, likely again. Because, you know, I think what was expected was that Mr. Mr. Uh, Trump would have been re-elected president. And then Putin would just walk into the breadbasket of Europe, uh, which is Ukraine. And take it over, and Trump's hatred for Zelensky would have come out, and he said, "Well, Zelensky brought it upon himself, and he needed have been to be invaded to protect the citizens." Because you know, the one thing that these two have in common is that they're autocrats. They're they're great liars. I mean, every other word uh, likely in their out of their vocabulary are lies, and as you all know, well, uh, liars ultimately get caught. But it seems like Daniel Ledeau still loves me. He says the following. Not only sells his book at Amazon.com, who he says employs antiseptic slaves, but makes a choice to also purchase at Amazon.com so you couldn't be bothered to shop somewhere else so as to be a hip- so as to be a hypocritical douchebag. So Here is what the hypocritical douchebag is going to say to everybody here. And this is something that's special in activism. We like, let let me, let me give you some, some points of view here. We love the idea, boycott, boycott, boycott. Let's boycott Israel. Let's boycott this. Let's boycott that. And boycotting requires strategy. Okay. Let me give you some numbers here. Well, I'm not giving you numbers. I'm just giving you some, some empiricals here. Walmart. There was a time that I preached, we shouldn't shop at Walmart because they slave labor, cheap labor, they buy things on the cheap and all that kind of stuff, and it hurts people, right? Now, in order for me to do activism, uh, you, know, you know who invests in activism, right? All of you do. Those who listen to my program, those who, those who contribute to my program, those who do all these things. You are the activists that allow us to do the important work that we do. And Daniel Ledeau seemed to make a point. How can you shop at the same places that you don't want around? Me not shopping at that place doesn't make it less likely that that thing stays around. You know, that makes, um, you know what allows Walmart to stay around, not having pushback. Let me give an example. Let's say I can go around the corner and buy all my, my placards, the things that I need to, to create all the things for a protest. I can buy it around the street from somebody I don't know, of course, and it costs me twice as much 
as purchasing it at Amazon, you know, yeah, Amazon it's not selling it. Amazon is actually subcontracting to some other small company who actually sells the pieces. And Amazon kind of hoodwinks their way into price controls, etc. I can buy a lot more signs, right, to be a lot more effective and eventually making sure that Walmart does the right thing because I have more. I, your, your investment in activism, I use Walmart to fund it. I find it ironic. And again, I thought that way as well. I used to tell my wife, don't buy anything at Walmart. Don't buy anything at Shell. Don't. All these things we used to talk about. And in my dark, dark thinking inside of my Houston office, I always turn the lights off probably 2, 3 in the mornings. And I sit down in, in, in plain darkness and all I do is think. And going through the procedures of thinking. If I can have enough to invest into promoting this type of stuff widely, I do it. Ultimately, for a purpose. So, Danielle, if that makes me a hypocritical douchebag, I guess I will be a hypocritical douchebag trying to do the right thing. My question to you is, what about you, sir? You don't have to agree with me. But I'm giving you the rationale why I still shop at Amazon, why I still market my books through Amazon and others, not only Amazon. But there are some people who will only buy my books at Amazon. There are some people who will buy the books from me. There are some people who would buy my books at, at the dozens of other places that sells it. But, again, what would you suggest otherwise, sir? Eric Hayes says, Biden Nord Stream, to appeasement and not doing sanctions earlier. Oh, wow. That makes no sense, but it's okay. Tiala Wilson says, oh, wait, let's see. Daniel Ledo says, Rose Williams, who secures this right you think they have? Tiala Wilson says, do we understand the implications behind Canada shutting down all internet access for 10 days? It is something they don't want uh, the masses to know. We are looking a Yuki and ignoring everyone else. Even the people who just created a son. It is so much more that, than we think we know. Tiala, you may want to send me some material. You know I like to get... I learn a lot from all you guys when you have stuff to tell me. And I'm, I'm all ears. Every case says, what happens if China gets your currency to be recognized as a world standard over the dollar? Will America survive and all the debt that is now being pushed now? As long as we have something known as sovereign currency... America survives. But there's something more important. And that is, if you have a lot of people who have a vested interest in your survival, your currency can't die. Let's give an example. Trump, I mean, China has a whole lot invested in America. Not as much as Great Britain or others, but they have a whole lot invested in us. There is a certain amount of balance that they have to maintain. And it's, that is what's holding up Putin as well. Putin thinks that he, make, he has enough relevance in the business world that he is untouchable. Understand that. Uh, Daniel Ledeau said, okay, Egberto rails at voluntary employment as antiseptic slavery, but has no problem with ascendant China enslaving whole countries. Egberto has no values. I don't know how you, I don't know how you came up with that. 
but however you came up with that i must give you kudos you know how to frame it perfectly you're wrong but i think your framing actually looks plausible rose williams says i can't get over the fact that trump so blatantly and intentionally mishandled classified material and he's still walking around free if my husband or i had inadvertently mishandled classified material even that of our own systems, the NSA would have dragged us out in handcuffs. Exactly. Eric says, gosh, the sooner you get over bad orange man, the better the policy you push. We cannot get over orange man if orange man still rules the right. Because the right is on the offensive against those sensible people who are trying to do positive good. So we can't get over the right if the right is still playing within the body politic. That is almost like saying, forget about the guy who has a bloated gun to your head. Okay. Uh, Norman Weddell says, this patriotic word in a political sense word has switched from a supporter of established government to someone, a supporter of right-wing politics in the U.S. that is against an established government. It's amazing, isn't it, Norman? It's amazing. How they, they are so able, just like they tried to twist liberal, and that's why I embrace the word liberal and progressive. Now, I don't let anybody cower me from saying I am a ultra-liberal. I am even more liberal than that. In fact, I am a progressive, a proud one. I want very smart redistribution of stolen money, of stolen capital. Yes, that's who I am. Comments? Tank Murdoch says, for everyone's safety, Joe Biden's belongs in a LTC facility. Long-term care, I think. Wow. Daniel Ado says, May would if they can secure that right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, let me go to, to a sensible one here. Let's see. Norman says, Rick, isn't the bad orange man still the leader of the GOP? Thank you. You just repeated what I said, sir. But you're right. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see what else. We got. Daniel Ado says, LOL. Listen to this wild speculation from Egberto. Hmm. Okay, I am not sure what that means, but it's okay. All right, as I continue now, I say, uh, let's see, Daniel also says, no, I can't read that one. All right, okay, I have one more video to show you guys before, but let me see. So are they, are they slaves or not? A man of character who believes that would stop shop at the slave masters. Okay, I live in America. I live in America. Everything that I touch or buy has its genesis in what slaves built for this country with their free labor. Are you suggesting I just leave the country and not touch anything? I mean, the insurance companies that are big companies today made a lot of their income on insuring slaves. The guy from Kenya, I suggest that you read his speech at the UN National Security Council because he speaks about it doesn't matter the bad things that happened in the past. What do we do to the future? We don't forget the past. We make sure the past is known. But we don't live or we don't simply use the past as something to hold us back. Listen to that speech. It was a wonderful speech from the Kenyan. All right, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming is ATL. 
Paul, are you just coming in, brother? I missed you, sir. Venezuela has their own sovereign currency. Look at their current position. No, they don't particularly. And let, 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 let's be clear. Sovereign currency that's actually used on the markets, okay? On the mythical markets. And the dollar is one of those, okay? Because the dollar only represents the faith that somebody has in your particular country. It was made to be that Venezuela, people don't have much faith in that currency. Oh boy, I'm getting winded here. Uh, Robert P. Davenport says, why would China uh, want our economy to collapse when we owe them so... You're so smart. That's what I was talking about before, Davenport. People seem to not understand interdependence even between adversaries. You are a smart man, sir. Okay. Uh, Bo Campbell. Hey, Bo. How you doing? I haven't heard from you in a long time, brother. Sitting in for a moment. I don't believe what evil we are all witnessing. Believe it. It's there, brother. Bo, it's there. If you're still here, bro, give me another hello. I haven't spoken to you in a long time, sir. All right, let's see. Daniel Edo says, Egberto is a black belt progressive, otherwise known as a neo-Marxist. Mm. Um, okay. Deb Denny says, I don't understand why people watch only to complain. Antagonism gets you nowhere. Listen and learn or move on. You're only bringing up your own blood pressure. Move along. You know what I like, though, Deb Denny? Here's the thing, Deb. I love you. But let me tell you why I also love those other guys. They help us, Deb. Let me tell you how they help us. Because there are a lot of other people that think like them but keep it in. When Daniel Doe and Eric can expose a lot of the idiocy that they've learned. They're, not, they're smart people that have learned a lot of idiocy. Okay? They give us a chance to rebut it. And right now, we don't have a whole ton of people that sees this program live. But this goes and thousands of people listen to the MP3s of this. Thousands of people watch the, the, the you know, hear it on Pacifica Network and KPFT, etc. So Daniel Ledo, he doesn't know. He's a popular guy. You know, Eric Hayes, popular guy. is because people hear me call their names out as we are talking here. They're, here, they're heard all over the country, over the airwaves and on the internet. So they're popular guys. Daniel, I don't know if you know how popular you are. Likewise, you too, Eric, you're popular. I mean, even on my own local YouTube channel, that's just one channel. I think there's one of the videos where you were the star of the video and it had, I don't know, six, seven thousand views. I don't know. And those are people, Deb Denny, that using the false rhetoric from Daniel Ledo, as well as Eric Hayes, and some of our other conservatives, brothers and sisters here, allows us to expand the knowledge because they gave us the opportunity to rebut things that they themselves believe. So... I want Daniel and Eric and, and all the other right-wingers to be around here. I love them because they help me. They help us. They honestly really do. All right, let's see what else we got. Lee Grant says, why is the first stop of progressive goodness to pick my pocket? Nobody ever picked your pocket. Not one. Bo Campbell says, I'm still here. Well, look, I'm glad to have you here, Brother Bo. 
All right. Eric Hayes says, the room is full. Which one of our rooms is full? I don't know. Did it say the room is full or what? All right. Let's see what else we got here. I have another. Uh, Bo Campbell is, I be listening. Ukraine? Yeah, man. I, Ukraine is crazy, right? But anyhow, I have another video to show you. I showed you the Malcolm Nance video. I want you to listen to Ben Rose. Because Ben Rose is wise beyond his years, but he's actually quite wise. Look, when you have protests in the thousands in Moscow and St. Petersburg, where people know that coming out to protest is going to bring potential jail time, harassment uh, upon them, that's an indication that the opposition is much broader than just those numbers. And Vladimir Putin has to know that. You've also not seen any demonstrations really in support of what Putin is doing. Again, in contrast to Crimea, where there was a kind of groundswell of support for what Putin was doing, because it was so clearly limited and focused on this particular piece of territory that Russians understood well, and that a lot of Russians felt like was part of Russia. Russians know Ukraine. They know it's a big country. They know that the Ukrainian people are going to resist. There are cross-family ties between Russia and Ukraine. There are Russians who are worried about their family in Ukraine. There are Russians who are actually worried about the ethnic Russians that Putin claims to be defending in Ukraine, but who are now in grave danger. Uh, and in addition to just the popular opinion he has to worry about, you saw him convene a meeting of the top oligarchs, basically convening the group of people who are going to have all of their assets targeted now by these sanctions, potentially their children's assets targeted, their property seized, uh, the banks taking huge hits, a uh, Gazprom, uh, the Russian oil company, its value falling by half. He convened those people to deliver the same message uh, that I had to do this. And let's face it, for all the propaganda in the world, uh, there, there are things that people can see through. Uh, and it's just not persuasive, I think, that there is a Nazi regime in Kyiv led by a Jewish uh, Ukrainian president. It's just not persuasive that Russia itself was threatened by Ukraine. Putin is the one who believes that. And so he can turn his propaganda machinery into high gear. But the sense you get from, from Putin's own body language and his own rhetoric, as well as those people in the streets, as well as the body language of those oligarchs in the room with Putin today, is that this war is not as popular as Putin might have thought it was, and that he might have been off more than he can chew. That doesn't mean he's not going to pull back. Uh, he's clearly committed to the mission that he's engaged in. I think he clearly wants to decapitate the Ukrainian government. I think President Zelensky is certainly right that he's probably on some kind of kill list, along with the leadership of uh, Ukraine's civil society and, and political establishment. But that doesn't mean that this is going to be easy for Vladimir Putin. The Ukrainian people are clearly going to resist. If he doesn't want to occupy the country, then the Ukrainian people are not going to tolerate a vassal regime installed by Russia either. Uh, and so he has launched the most ambitious of his endeavors. Keep in mind that these other military initiatives that he's taking, you know, pieces of Georgia, uh, Crimea, those two uh, provinces uh, in eastern Ukraine, these were small geographically isolated areas. He's not done anything like what he's trying to do now. And he's not faced anything like the economic consequences that he's going to face from this, the political and diplomatic isolation that he's going to face from this, the body bags coming back to Russia the casualties, in the same way as Alexei Navalny pointed out in his trial, in the same way that body bags coming back from Afghanistan ultimately turned the Russian people against the Soviet leadership. So he's a leader who may not be deterred in the near term in terms of what he's doing in Ukraine, but who's looking at a medium and long term that is far from rosy picture for him.
We, and it's so important for us to realize that. Rhodes is absolutely right. He's absolutely right. When the body bags start going into Russia, you know, what, what I have been thinking about and, um, is what does this really mean to Vladimir Putin? Is this the beginning of the end of Vladimir Putin? Or will to stay in power, will he have enough support from his oligarchs and his general to keep us in a state of frenzy, in a state of war, indefinitely? I don't quite know how it's going to work out. But I tell you what, I think what's going to be in process is the ultimate defeat of Putin, and once you cut the head of Putin, what you're going to have is a new Russia. The truth of the matter is, Russian people are good people too. They just have a crazy man leading them. Just like we are good people, we just had for a while a crazy person leading us. Thank you, Robert Davenport. I think I've spoken or sent you a couple of emails. Why don't you send me an email, uh, uh, Robert, with uh, the link to... Um, where this stuff is going to be happening on Roku, and I mean, link where you where I guess where you're putting the your your list of shows on Roku. I would love to see that so that I can also promote your channel. Remember, in this business, when we talk about progressive, one thing one thing. The right has learned much better than we have learned, is they have their pundits spreading lies effectively. Can, I mean, you have Tucker Carlson that starts a trend. And Candace Owens jump on that trend. So she influences her sphere of influence, Tucker's sphere of influence. Then it jumps onto Hannity's sphere of influence. And their intersecting spheres of influence promote their lies perfectly, uh, not asymmetrically, but exponentially. We, many of us as progressives, we always seek too often too much perfection. And in that regards, if person X upsets one thing that person B says, I'm not going to associate with you. I'm going to just do my thing. And what you find is a lot of disjointed progressives working on issues. I take a different stance. Any progressive activist, promoter, media, whatever, that says, will you come and do this with me? My first answer is, okay, sure. Do I have to agree with you 100%? No. All I have to understand is, do you want what's in the best interest of American uh, and the world? That's all. That's, that's my only stopgap. And that the policies that you promote generally do that some people takes take offense to me uh, a lot of my progressive compatriots in this business you appease too much to the right you give the right too much of an opportunity to say things and i'm like how else are we going to find out what it is that they believe if i don't talk i'm not i'm not holding up my values i'm trying to understand how they think how i want to know how daniel thinks I want to know how uh, brother, brother Hayes think. I want to know how Brother Grant thinks. I really do. I, oh, thank you, Ledo. 
I forgot. You see what I mean? When, I, when you guys get me into La Ola, no puedo recordar todo eso. <laughs> Daniel Ledo just wrote on the screen, Egberto, you forgot to beg for money. It's not begging for money. It is asking those who believe in the program, those who believe all what we are doing, to support the program. Just like, do you call when Exxon puts an ad out begging? I don't think so. Well, that's all we're doing here. Folks, please, if you are on YouTube, click that join button. Become a part of the PDR Posse. Please become a part of the PDR Posse. Oh, Eric Hayes wants the recording about the book. Sure, Eric, here you go. Egberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. And by the way, folks, you can get those books at where, again, politicsunright.com. Uh, first of all, you can join our PDR posse by going to politicsunright.com. Slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternative, you can support us at politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can support us at PayPal. We love the PayPal because it's the one that cost us the least. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can also get uh, our hoodies and, and, and T-shirts and, and all of uh, the cups and everything at politicsandright.com slash store. We also have a new set of things. We have the uh, uh, t-shirt with the squad on and a whole lot of other things with our, with our logo, of course. But please go ahead and consider going to politicsandright.com slash store. And of course, you can get our books at politicsandright.com slash books. politicsandright.com slash books. But you know what, folks? There are a lot of ways to support us either by, by PayPal, Patreon, YouTube, Facebook, our store, our books, and even Cash App, Zelly, uh, what's the other one that they have? Venmo. We take everything. We take support however you find it most easy to support us because we, we work hard. We invest a lot of time in this. Uh, I am, as you guys know, I'm here in, 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 uh, in D.C. taking care of my daughter who's had a stroke. She finished her last class in med school. And now she's studying for the boards. And she's slowly getting that left side to come back slowly. She's walking. We went to Costco today to get a few things for the house. Uh, so um, I'm here taking care of uh, her. But what, the, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm bringing that up is 
that one would not imagine what I see when I go to rehab, what I see when she was in the hospitals. We can do so much better as a country. And those are the things, progressive values, those are the things that we want to work on. Doctor, she wants to be a family doctor. At first she was going to be a pediatrician, then an obstetrician, and then she says, you know what? I want to be a family doctor because I want to work with everybody from the mama, the daddy, the cousin, the kid, everybody. Anyway, folks, hey, Davenport, go ahead and send me that. Hey, Rose Williams says, go, Ashley. Robert Davenport says, go, Ashley. Eric Hayes says, go. So, folks, let me tell you, um, love you all. Please go ahead, support us however you can. Yvette Avery Herod says, great job, Ashley. Yes, she's doing, she's, she's the star of her daddy's eyes. Anyhow, um, Look, uh, I tell you what, folks, um, we're, we got to get out of here. But please support us. Let me put that all-encompassing support link one more time. Uh, politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com. Paul Fleming says, you go, girl. That support. Support us however you can. Remember, what we do here is important work. And my, uh, staying here with my daughter, she sees me. I see how hard she works with one hand. And it's inspiring to me. I told her before she wrote one of her articles, I said, I really wish I could write one of your articles to say how impressed I am when I see how much you, you've went through a third year of med school with a stroke. And within her third year of med school is when she started to lose her left side and she fought through it. And all when I'm in Houston talking to her and even when I see her struggling with her left side, Oh, Dad, I'm doing fine. And she does it. She drives. And her, she had gotten back some of her vision in her right quadrant. And I saw her do it. I was like, okay, you don't need me to come. She's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. When she got the second stroke, that, that almost killed me. But that's when I came back here. And, I, you know, it was like now that I'm actually living in here 24-7 and seeing her, what she did, completed her third year. She had to hold back six months of her her, uh, her uh, fourth year because of the second stroke. Get out of almost coming to die. They were talking about drilling holes in her head, unleashing, I mean, the whole works. And four months later, going back to school and finishing the last class. You know, hey, I got to be here, brothers, sisters. You know, I mean, and that, those are things that you got to respect in, in the fortitude of somebody, right? And now she tells me, she sees me up till 2 and 3 every morning. She get up to use the bathroom. Dad, did you go to bed at all? No. What are you doing? Getting the videos ready for my people. My peeps, we got to get this country changed. And when you look in the mirror, you know, some people say somebody else should do it. Somebody else needs to do it. Somebody needs to do that. Look in the mirror. All of us can make a difference. And one of the difference you can make, and, and I, I swear this is not an empty, empty plea or anything like that, but supporting a politics done right, supporting other programs like this can make a difference. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. You know how I'm going to end this baby. I am what? Oh. 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.